Right now, it's April 2020. The world is facing a viral pandemic and everyone is stuck inside. We're recording this from what has become the epicenter of COVID-19, New York City. Obviously, this current situation is bringing up some very difficult feelings for everyone. Fear, grief, and confusion around all the unknowns. We thought long and hard about how to get ourselves out of our persistent fight or flight response. And even with all the Zoom happy hours, online yoga, and virtual museum visits, there was only one clear answer. We had to go back to 1998. I'm Scott. And I'm Ari. We've decided to spend the quarantine watching Dawson's Creek, a high school TV drama from much, much simpler times. In 2008, I watched the series all the way through. And I've never seen any of it. In each episode of this podcast, we'll discuss one episode from Dawson's Creek, in order from seasons one through six. Wait, do you think we'll still be in the apartment after six seasons? Join us as we get cozy with Dawson, Joey, Pacey, and Jen while sitting six feet away from the TV. Okay, quarantine check-in time. I gotta get myself jazzed up for this episode. Well, we were both just talking about how we're not particularly energized. No, I feel like I am really feeling... I mean, I I know I'm late to the party or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I'm over this now. (laughs) I don't think you're late to the party. I think it's... No, no, what I'm saying is like most people already were over it, but I was actually kind of okay and Mm -hmm. I was like all right and now I'm feeling more upset I feel a little more like upset and a little more frustrated and I see annoyed so yeah I think I'm late to the party with those things right Right. yeah but I also think it like it's gonna come in waves right like I mean because I was listening to another podcast um that Emily Gordon and Kamel Nanjiani oh, yeah, have yeah, yeah. their quarantine podcast. Is it good? Yeah. I, I've only listened to a little bit of it. Tan France is the guest. Oh, really? Today, yeah. That's cute. I want to um, listen. Yeah. Anyway, she was like, she was saying, Emily Gordon was saying something like, I feel like there are like five stages of mm-hmm. of grief with the with the quarantine. So it was interesting. I don't remember exactly what she said, what they were, but it's like, I think it's kind of like the, you know, the Dabda it's like you're gonna go through certain stages For at certain sure. points, and I don't feel panicked or no. that, but I feel I just feel um, I guess it's anger, but I don't feel particularly angry. It, it's it's more of like an annoyance. Uh huh. Yeah, this um, is annoying and frustrating. Yeah, this is frustrating and annoying. It's so annoying. Um, mm-hmm. That is part of it. So yeah, and we're uh, just for all our listeners, we are moving. Um, from New York to Colorado in less than three months. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's like the plan. Two months. The plan is two. That's the plan, yeah. The, so. And the plan way, you know, predated the quarantine. <laughs> yeah, anyway, what a shit show, but. Um, yeah, not a great time to be planning a move, guys, so avoid it if you can. <laughs> I wanted to share a TV show I'm watching, which is pretty popular, so maybe other people are watching it, but I thought I'd mention because our um, friend, Joshua Jackson... Pele. 
Pacey is in the show, and he's an adult now. He grew up, and it's the show Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu, which is with Reese Witherspoon and Kerry Washington. It's Reese Witherspoon's production company, and it's really good. I mean... You're loving it. I like I like the energy of the story, but the Kerry Washington acting situation is a bit rough. <laughs> I mean, her faces are just this like I feel like every melodramatic time, face. Yeah, every time I come in the room and she's on the screen, she's making that same she face. She can't help it. Yeah. Anyway, but Reese Witherspoon is amazing, mm-hmm. and um, Pacey. Joshua Jackson plays her husband. He's pretty good too, right? Yeah. And he's cute. He's, he, I I mean. Really cute. You saw him in his tidy whities you said. They showed, a, it takes place in the 90s, so it's very like white underwear. <laughs> um, men in white underwear. Do you think, I, I, I wonder if like a lot of men still wear white underwear. Uh, yeah, like no. men over 60. Oh, you don't think like. Men my age who are like not. They might wear white. Uh, like Brie. Oh, sorry. Like tidy whiteies. Don't you think they wear boxers? Oh, oh my right, God. Do boxers. guys wear, still wear boxers? Right. I guess they. I don't know. That's a lot of fabric in your pants. It's a lot of fabric in your pants. I never liked it. Did you do it? Yeah. I wore boxers for a while because it was like, oh, that's what you wear. Yeah. But, um... I can't imagine. It's like wearing a second pair of pants underneath your pants. Yeah. I went to boxer briefs pretty young. You did? High school. I was still in high school. Oh. Yeah. I don't know, but he was wearing some, like... When we say tidy whites, it's like fruit of the loom. Yeah. Like, when it's, like, not quite white. Right. You know? (laughs) A little off. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be, what? Like, in his 40s? I would think. Some 40s. Yeah. Anyway. Um... Or late 30s. Anyway, um... He's real cute in it. I highly suggest watching it. So the funny story is that I put it on. I was like, okay, I can't wait to watch this show. <laughs> I put it on and it was amazing. And I was like, this is an amazing show. And then we wake up the next day. And then we wake up the next day. And Eric's like, oh man, I watched that show, The Little Fires Everywhere. It was so good. It was so amazing. And it's like, like there's like a flashback. It's so good. No, I didn't say there was a flashback because mm. I didn't know what happened. Oh, so right. I went to go watch the next episode and I fucking realized that what I thought was the first episode was the sixth episode <laughs> of the show. But I didn't realize that I was watching it out of order because the sixth episode was a flashback episode right. with no, it was none of it was in the present day. So I just thought I was watching a show that started in 1981. <laughs> but really, I was watching the flashback of the show that takes place in the late 90s. Anyway, that was stupid. But I watched that show. It's about motherhood and race and class. And it's good. And it's another show starring... Joshua Jackson taking place in the late 90s. I know. It's yeah. really like, it's really a fucked up feeling. Sorry I keep cursing. This is like, I don't know what's happening. I think it's all that frustration <laughs> about the quarantine. <laughs> F um, is for frustration. Yes. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I did want to say is that I think, I have to look it up, but I think Reese Witherspoon's production company is entirely female. Oh. 
Yeah. There's a lot of um, female names in the credits of yeah. the show, which is nice. I think. I don't know if it's like 100%, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's close. Anyway. Cool. And what were you going to say? Um, I think that's a good enough for our quarantine check-in. I can talk about my stuff next time. Okay. Okay. Hello. Hello. It's You're... episode seven. Episode seven. <sighs> seven. How does this episode open? You know, Scott. Dawson and Joey in Dawson's bedroom. Yeah, and she doesn't want to watch the movie because it's, ugh, I don't know, it's basically about this girl that has to choose a guy which guy's better, the, like, jock guy or the romantic guy. Mm-hmm. But anyway... Which sets up the whole theme for the episode. Yeah, but um, there's this part right away where she's trying to get the remote from him. Right, because she wants to press stop or yeah, something. Yeah, and you caught a really strange thing. Well, so she's trying to get the remote... And she, like, jumps on top of him, and they're, like, sort of wrestling mildly in the bed. And she's like, give me the remote. And he's like, no. And she's like, Dawson, you're such a... Mm -hmm. And it's like she's about to say the F word for gay. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's so weird. I know. It was... And now that we know more about the creator, right, I, right, right. I didn't believe you the first time. Not that I didn't believe you, but I was like, oh, you. I thought she was going to say, like, fuck. Like, you're such a... You're such a fuck. <laughs> no, but, like, <laughs> that she was going to curse. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says, fa. She does. You're yeah. right. And stops herself. And then they look at each other in this way. Oh, my God. So, when I was younger, this is terrible, but, like... Growing up in New Jersey in the 80s, mm-hmm. 90, early 90s, I mean, I guess growing up anywhere, but everybody used to call everybody else gay, or that's gay. Not that we were calling people gay, mm-hmm. but we had no awareness. I was a kid, yeah, and I would be like, that's gay for stupid. Right. That's what people said. Yeah. They also called me that. A lot. Like, I know. Yeah. Which and, is terrible. And that F word for gay as well, they called me. I know. But yeah. I'm talking more about when we would use it. For inanimate objects. Yeah. That felt like... It, that felt like a little bit... Um, oh, I always feel bad about it when Younger about it. than us, though. Because I remember people saying it younger than... Like, I don't remember... What? It being much a part of, like... Mm, our age group. Oh, it was definitely a part of New Jersey. Okay. I was like in sixth grade and like somebody would be like, we have to go to the computer room during lunch. I'd be like, that's gay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was horrible. That is horrible. I know, but I didn't know what I was saying. No, of course you didn't. I just thought it was a word. Right. I mean, I knew what gay was, but I... Yeah. had no concept. I wasn't putting it together. Putting it together. I wasn't saying, oh, people think gay people are bad, so I'm saying something's bad. Right. You know, I didn't... I had, like, kid brain. That was the time. Anyway. Yeah. I always think about that. Well... I have some regret. It's okay. I know. I forgive my younger self. That's good. You should forgive your younger self. I also sounded so stupid. Thank God I don't have any, like, that... I don't have that on any videos. Oh, my God. That's gay. 
My brother used to make fun of me so much. Really? Yeah, that I used to do that. Oh, wow. Anyway, um, so they're watching this movie where the girl has to choose a guy, and then Joey's like, guys like girls with like big boobs, and you know, why can't girls choose based on looks too? Like, who has the bigger joystick? <laughs> God. There she goes again. <laughs> Um, oh and then she's really mean to Dawson. Yeah. She says, and he's like, no, girls like romantic guys. And then she's like, well, if girls are so attracted to romantic guys, why hasn't Jen had sex with you? Yeah. And like, she's such a bitch. Dude. I know. And she's like messing with his head. This whole scene. She's yes. Like, she's screwing with the him. whole episode. Yeah. She's screwed up about it. Yeah. But she's really like laying it on thick and kind of like just laying seeds of doubt. Like it, it's mm-hmm. crazy. And and then, like, at the end of that scene, there's this, there's this close-up on her face as, like, where I couldn't tell if she was trying to convey that she's kind of upset that she's hurting him, but also glad that he feels frustrated by Jen. Yeah, that's what she wants. Yeah. And it was a real, like, um... She's twisted. Heath Ledger as Joker kind of move. Like, this, she's, like, taking pleasure from the chaos, almost. It's weird. Mm, yeah, she has that about her right now. Because she's all screwed up with her own feelings. Yeah. But it's wild, this like this sort of anarchic streak that she has. She's like really like going after Dawson. She's bad news. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe we'll come around on her at some point. Maybe. Um Joey's giving a presentation on Japan. In the next scene. In the next scene. And imagine it was in the bedroom. (laughs) Cut to three hours later. She's giving Dawson a presentation on Japan. Um, She's in her history class and she's giving a presentation on Japan and she's talking about concubines. And this like asshole football kid or whatever Mm -hmm. makes these comments about how, oh, so the Shogun, isn't that what what they were talking about? Yeah, something. How he gets like all these women, blah, 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 blah. Right. And basically, he was basically making sexual comments in relationship to her Japan presentation. Right. It was and ridiculous. He, he, like, keeps interrupting. Yeah. Her. And he's saying, like, you know, it's amazing that this guy is so powerful that he gets all these women for sex. What does he say about, like, concubines? Or, like, he's... Well, yeah, she's talking about concubines. But doesn't he, like, say that she should be his concubine? That's later. Oh. Don't skip ahead. (laughs) Okay. Okay, then there's ska music. Right, I loved that part. Just to let everybody know, so we're watching this episode not talking... So that we're, you know, withholding our comments. We've and then, been, it's a new strategy. Yeah. And Scott's taking notes, and then I hear you go, Ska! <laughs> <laughs> About the Ska music. And then we both wrote Ska on our notes. Well, I wrote it because you said it. Oh. I was like, okay, I'll make a note. Yeah. That's like such a, you know, mid-late 90s moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the next scene where Pacey and Jen are laughing at... Uh, one of their lockers, probably Jen's locker. And uh, just to backtrack a bit, um, while Joey was fucking with Dawson, one of the things that she was doing in the bedroom was saying that, like, Pacey has bigger biceps than him and is tougher or whatever. So anyway, now we see Pacey 
saying something to Jen about Oompa Loompas. No, we don't know. Yeah. Oh, you can hear him say yeah, it? Yeah, he says oh, okay. Oompa Loompa. And, and then, she's like hysterical. And then Dawson sees them laughing and he doesn't hear the Oompa Loompa comment just yet, but he walks up and he's so like insecure. He's like, what are you laughing about? And then they don't about? tell him. And so, you know, so he gets all weird about it and then gets obsessed about it and he's asking Jen as they walk down the hallway she's like let's do something wild this weekend let's go river rafting or jump out of a plane naked I'm like okay New York calm down you're at the Cape now Jen and her city ways (laughs) jumping out of planes naked I know and then Dawson and Pace are in the locker room and he's like what did you what were you saying to Jen and then he lied and he said, um, Dawson lied. And he said, she already told me what it is. And then Pacey's like, yeah, we were, I told her that you used to be called Oompa Loompa. And Dawson, like, his, it's like the color drains from his face. He's so pissed. And it's like, this is really, really upsetting him, this Oompa Loompa yeah, thing. Yeah, because he used to be short. Right. Mm-hmm. Joey said he was a shrimp. He was a shrimp. <laughs> were you ever a shrimp? No, I was never a shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> I was never a shrimp. I was like the tallest person in kindergarten. Oh, uh, I, you yeah, height wise, I was no- normal, but um, I did often have a belly, so I wasn't really a shrimp. I was more of like a, I don't know, a clam. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. It's okay. You were cute. Thank you. Yeah, you were a cute kid. Uh, (laughs) anyway Dawson's pissed then oh god okay so then we cut to this really intense scene of Jen um talking about her class they're talking about euthanasia they read some article and Jen and the teacher start arguing because she's saying that she thinks that it's um a dignified thing to do to help somebody die peacefully. And the teacher is very upset about oh, this. Oh my God, he's such a dick. So this is like Kevorkian times, right? Yes, yeah. it's Kevorkian times. So it was, Actually, I should look it up exactly. But yeah. It was a hot topic. And um, so what I looked up, um, because I remember this being in the conversation in the 90s, is that this like death with dignity movement hasn't, moved all that much in 22 years but there are there are eight states that have death with dignity laws now really so there's oregon vermont hawaii colorado maine california new jersey and washington and then also washington dc wow yeah different kinds of laws around it um yeah they're different they're different kinds of laws like some of them are a little bit more loose than others and it's like you know what kinds of permission you need. Yeah, right. That. But yeah, Kevorkian was like right around then. 1998. Oh, there you go. Kevorkian was arrested and tried for his direct role in a case of voluntary euthanasia on a man named Thomas Uke, who suffered from Lou Gehrig's disease or ALS. He was convicted of second degree murder. Um, he was in jail for a while, right? Eight years of a 10 to 25 year prison sentence. Yeah. And he was released in 2007. Anyway, um... That was... Do you remember how huge that was? I do remember Holy. how huge that was. They were calling him Dr. Death. Ugh. I mean, that's how you really track, like, cultural changes. Yeah. Like, there have been... I think 
okay, maybe legally there hasn't been a huge change, but I think personally, if you talk to people about euthanasia, there is a big change. I think there's probably a big change too in certain communities and maybe not in other communities. Yeah. Well, Jen says, look, like if somebody has a terminal illness, right. they're going to be living in hell and living in a state of, you know, horrific pain. Right. Anyway, and then he, my favorite line he says, this is not Times Square, Miss Lindley. <laughs> what does that have to do with it? You know, it been... where we, you know, <laughs> euthanize people who are terminally ill. Right, as they look at advertisements for Nike. And butts or whatever. Um, anyway, she, and then he gives her detention. The naked cowboy is offering people... No, he's not. Propofol. Um, then she gets detention. Okay, then... Right, she gets, like, all day Saturday detention. Then we're in the lunch line. Right. Okay, so Joey and this football player, whose name, I guess, is Grant. Yeah. um, He's, like, cutting in line, and he's being an asshole, and he starts to make all these comments about her and everything, and then that's when he calls her his concubine. Yeah, because he's apparently, like, I don't... I think they said this at some point. This is, this is not my words, but like the king of the school. He's the king of the school? Jen's... No, the, the other girl, the new girl who we're going to mention, right. she says it. Like, I can't believe you did that. He's the king of the school or something right. like... Sorry. <laughs> the king of the school. <laughs> you know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Anyway. Well, he, But so she punches him. She punches him because he makes some comment about how... She's his concubine. Yeah. Yeah. And how all the girls are. Right, too, right, right, right. In right. the school. And she punches him, and it was a really, however, they did the sound effect. Yeah. It was good. Well, and she kicked him in the balls, too. Oh, she did. She kicked him in the balls, and then she punched him in the face, and then she threw her lunch tray at the friend. other kid. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good. That was good. I liked her. It was a good moment. I was like, yeah, Joey. Yeah. Go, Joey. And, um, okay, now Dawson. And Pacey are playing basketball against each other. And it's just a mess. And Dawson gets pissed because Pacey's doing really well. And Dawson's in that insecure state. Oompa and, Loompa, the whole thing. And he's like not doing well at basketball. No. And yeah, and then he calls him Oompa Loompa. Pacey calls him Oompa Loompa. And then he take, Dawson takes the basketball and he hurls it towards Pacey's face. <laughs> and... He now has a bloody nose. He falls to the ground. All the cheerleaders come over. The teacher's pissed. And now Dawson gets detention. So we got two in detention. Mm-hmm. And then... And then we just cut to we Saturday cut detention. cut to Saturday detention. So yeah. it's Dawson and Jen... And they're walking towards detention and they're holding hands. And Dawson's like, we don't deserve to be here. And Jen's like, um... I kind of think you do deserve to be here, <laughs> which I felt right about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then they go in, and who else is in there? Pacey. Pacey's in detention. And then this girl walks in, who they showed in the clip where Joey's giving her Japan presentation. Oh, okay, I didn't notice. Yeah, that. she's okay. kind of like, how do you describe her? Her name is Abby Morgan. I don't know. She's got like, 
She's almost got like a pre. What's that? Uh, what's the name of that new girl? She was in Elf. Zoe, Zoe De- Chanel, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a pre-Zoe Chanel. Yes, right. Yeah. She has that look. Yeah. But she's really, like, cruel. Yeah, she's got And a... she's, like, sassy, but in a really negative way. Yeah. And she comes in, and then Joey arrives. So it's literally the four of the friends. Plus this. Plus Abby Morgan. Abby Morgan character. And then I say out loud, which we weren't supposed to talk no but i was like oh my god they're doing breakfast club right and i i was so excited i had forgotten they were doing this but you were then you remembered they had this breakfast club episode yeah they did so this is like essentially like a breakfast club remake and then me and scott we did talk a little at this point yeah we were like who's who right and then you said is abby Judd nelson (laughs) and i was like yes she's stalking around in a plaid shirt yeah, and yeah. she was like almost quoting some of the lines yeah. from Judd Nelson's character. Yeah. Oh God, I was obsessed with him. Yeah, he was obsessed worthy. He was such a babe. Mm-hmm. What was that? I don't know. Everything about him. It, you know what? It, it was the way he flicked his hair. It was the hair. It was his posture. Uh, it was the way he flared his nostrils. Mm-hmm. He was a babe. Mm-hmm. He's old now. Yeah, he is. But he was... Like, I used to, this is this is revealing, but I used to dream about him. Oh, my God. Yeah, like that character. Really? Yeah, in my head, I just got confused. Like, I just thought Judd Nelson was always like that. Sure. Like, I didn't. What were your dreams? I don't know. He was my boyfriend and stuff. Uh. Because I liked at the end when he put the earring on. Yeah, it's I cute. mean, that's like... Sweet moment. You know. I liked, you know, messed up people like that. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, All right. So, so Abby is like teasing everybody and being like, why are you here? Why are you here? And then Jen's like, everybody has this small town mentality here. I don't fit in. And I made a comment and blah, blah, blah. And then Joey's like saying, basically calls her like an elitist liberal almost for like. What does she say? I don't remember exactly, but it's like, yeah, you just feel that way about everybody or whatever. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then Abby, they ask Abby why she's in detention and she says, um, I'll just give you three words or three things. Boys locker room, orgy, ecstasy. I... <laughs> I was like, no, you're not having an orgy in the boys locker room on, <laughs> on ecstasy. ecstasy. I was like, sounded like um, with the with the knife in the library. <laughs> Mr. Colonel Mustard. <laughs> Was that what it was? Yeah, Colonel Mustard. <laughs> Miss Peacock. Miss Peacock. Um, remember when it was called Ecstasy? Instead of MDMA? Yeah. Good, I liked that. Remember but... when it was called E? No, but weren't Ecstasy and MDMA different? Uh, MDMA is just like the pure... Yeah, that's what they always said. But... Ingredient. But like Ecstasy had sometimes had like speed in it. It had or like so whatever. many things yeah, in so it. Yeah, so many things in it. Yeah, it was like just terrible drug mix and i had so much fun on it yeah that stuff was fun we can't talk about this yeah that's true (laughs) um but you know i have to say this was uh late 90s which was when it was happening more so that's when it was happening and then in my town they 
they upped their game and now there's a huge heroin problem in my town. Jeez. I'm like, guys, go back to ecstasy. That's right. way better than heroin. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Didn't someone from your high school sell yes. heroin to Philip Seymour Hoffman? My, yeah, someone from my high school. I don't think she was in high school. Yeah. I think she had graduated. I could be wrong. She was the person who sold the bag of drugs to Philip Seymour Hoffman when he overdosed. I'm like, this very, like, yeah. nice, you know, seemingly uh-huh. well-groomed town. Scratch the surface. That is some shit. Mm. Um, okay, then they then it gets meta, and they start talking about Breakfast Club. And then oh, right. Jen's like, that movie stunk. <laughs> stunk. I love stunk. Um, everyone goes to the bathroom at some point. Right. And that's like, that's a breakfast club scene too, where someone has I to go. I don't know if. Or they asked to go to the they bathroom. They asked to go to the yeah. bathroom. They changed it a little bit. Right, you right, know, right. they didn't do certain things. Right. And then at some point, Abby goes, I may be reaching, but I think the four of you have some weird sexual tension <laughs> thing going on. Sexual tension. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yep. And then they play truth or dare, right? Mm-hmm. So, so. Uh, it's like it's just this like they're hurling it back and forth at each other. It's like, okay, what are you gonna do, truth or dare? And I never the the thing about truth or dare scenes mm-hmm. is that like they never actually feel how truth or dare felt because truth or dare felt like giggly and giddy. It when, did. I don't know when I not put, to me. Oh really? No. Okay. How did it feel to you? It was just like I have to keep saying truth. Because I don't mind sharing shit, obviously. Welcome to the podcast. But I do not like... I don't want somebody to tell me to do something. Sure. So I felt a little afraid. I see. But I guess... Okay, so there's the fear thing and then there's the giggly thing. But it's never like one person being like, okay, Pacey. (laughs) No, it's not. They were... Okay, first of all, I I know this isn't that important. Yeah. But if we think about the scene this is very strange they're all standing like in the library in the middle of an aisle right so that's weird yeah and the other thing that's really weird is why are they giving this girl so much power because they're nerds i don't know i couldn't figure it out (laughs) so weird just tell her to shut up exactly yeah i don't know i was mad she was so mean she was so mean the whole time but it was like antagonistic right she was like, do this, everyone. Right. And they were like, okay. So so she asks Pacey for, you know, he says truth. And then she wants to know why he's in detention. And he won't answer. He won't answer. He won't answer. He's like, fine, just give me a dare. Because he has like a little bit of a, that accent. Because he has some secret behind what why he's in detention. Right. And then... Um, Hold on. I just want to yeah. say that I don't know if we mentioned like... Dawson threw the basketball. So he has like... A big bandage on his nose. That's right. His and face he doesn't is all, look good. Yeah, he's got like dark circles under his eyes and the big bandage and his nose is all swollen. And they have obvious issues yeah. during the... Okay, go ahead. Tench. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so she he refuses to answer and then she's like, all right, fine. I dare. I dare you to kiss Jen for 10 seconds. Oh, no, she says, I dare you. To kiss on the mouth, <laughs> Jen, for 10 seconds. That's how she words it, because she's Yoda. <laughs> uh-huh. And then Dawson looks upset, 
And then they just, they kiss. They do kiss. What did you think about it? Joey and Pacey's kiss? looked like they were no it was pacey and jen jen and sorry i'm doing the i'm mixing up the j's there's only two i know (laughs) jen and pacey's kiss i felt like they were there was some chemistry there you did it looked like it i didn't feel towards the end at the beginning it was like oh this is awkward and then there was this moment of like oh we're kissing oh we're kissing i didn't feel chemistry with them hmm well and then Dawson was pissed. Dawson's pissed. Jen's ha- um, Joey's happy. Right. Because <laughs> Jen's doing something else. Uh-huh. And then Abby was like, can't any of you handle the truth? Right. Um, and then she dares... Joey. Oh, no. Pacey dares Joey to kiss Dawson. Yes. Pacey does it. He does it. Well, he's getting revenge at Dawson and he for says, throwing the basketball. I dare you... To kiss on the lips, <laughs> Dawson, <laughs> for 15 seconds. Yeah. And then they kiss, and there's definitely... Definite chemistry. Some serious chemistry there. That was fireworks. Fireworks. And that's not Joey's first kiss, because she kissed that other guy. She kissed Anderson Cooper on the beach. Right. Hmm. Um, and then Joey asks Jen as a truth. Oh, yeah. She was so cruel. Cruel. She's like, is Dawson the person you're hottest for? Are you are you attracted to him? <laughs> is he the person you're attracted to the most? In the school. In the school. <laughs> and Jen is like stumbling over her words. And finally she's like, yes, he is. And then she's like, if you stop dwelling on me and Dawson, you'd have a boyfriend of your own. Woo! Which I appreciated because Jen is so nice. Yes, Jen's she's been always so nice. nice. Yes, and she's just like, you know, and then at some point Joey says, "I wish I was a lesbian." Well, yeah, some I think that Abby. Abby says something about how she's a lesbian. Basically, what's happening right now is they're all fighting in the middle of the aisle of books, right? Where, you know, Joey can't figure out her feelings, and so instead she becomes a really mean person jen's trying to defend herself but the thing about joey's feelings is that like everybody knows what joey's feelings are except for dawson i know because even joey knows what her feelings are right dawson doesn't know dawson doesn't get it what's wrong with him willful ignorance that's true Mm mm-hmm then they cut to the teacher, and she's watching Uncle Buck. She's walking, watching Uncle <gasps> Did Buck. Did you like Uncle Buck? You know I loved Uncle Buck. It was so good. John Candy. It was so good, that show. The movie. Movie. But yeah. no, what was the show? I don't know. What was the show that reminded me of the movie Uncle Buck? I'm not sure. Yes, you do. There was a guy, and he was like, like a nanny or something, or an... Who's the boss? No, 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 no. Oh my God. It was in the 90s. It was this guy and he came over and like watched the kids. I don't know. Oh my God. You're going to have to um, Was there a look something up. I'm going to look it up. Okay, I'll find it. Anyway. Look it up, Ari. Look it up. Um... Then they play Guess My Butt. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Uh, no, but I've been tempted to cop Xerox my butt. You 
I, when we were watching it, we weren't commenting. In yeah. my head, I was like, oh, Scott's done that like 20 times. I haven't done it. But I've, you know that well, I've thought about you're meant it. to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eventually, I'll Xerox <laughs> my butt. Once the, once the copy shops are open again, I, that'll be the yeah, first I, thing we do. I, I was like, this is really very Scott. Like, <laughs> so nothing, I would never do that because I is, would never put my bare butt on a copy machine. So that's the thing is that. Because of germs. My butt, <laughs> my butt, I show a lot, sure. You don't show it anymore. No, when you but were younger. in my life, I have shown my butt a lot. But I haven't, like, put it on things. I don't, like, just go put my butt on things. I just take it out. You used to show your butt a lot. That's true. Like, you used to moon people. I was a little bit of a mooner. You were. It's funny. It's not that funny. I yeah. never really thought mooning was that funny. It was funny. Or like you would streak. Yeah, I did. I, I struck. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. You haven't done that in a while. Do you think you'll ever do it again? I don't know. Depends on the situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, with getting naked. Okay. I mean, anything's possible. Um, Then Pacey... Says that Dawson's jealous of him. Oh, right. And then they get in that fight. He's like, you're jealous. That's what's going on. And they get in a fight. And then they challenge each other to a basketball game. Now they're back playing basketball. And Pacey... Has has no shirt on. Shirt off. And he's like... He's sagging his khaki pants so much that we can see his plaid boxers. (gasps) Boxers. And I felt so 90s again. That's really cute. Mm Mm-hmm. How did you feel about saggy pants in the 90s? I mean, were they really saggy? Yeah, his boxers were like three inches above his pants. I mean, they weren't like... I mean, people still do that now. I know. So that wasn't really 90s. It feels like a specific kind of like... Okay, I'll rephrase. Okay. A preppy kid with khakis on yeah, that's sagging different. with his plaid boxers above them. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember much of that. Mm-hmm. I know what was happening. Right. Um, we didn't have too much of it. I don't know. I mean, Pacey and Dawson both wear really baggy clothes. It's just the Pacey yeah. was sagging. I'll be interested to see how the fashion changes Me too. over the course of the show. Oh, for sure. Um, They play basketball and then Dawson's like, if you lose, you have to tell us why you're in detention. Oh, boy. Um, then Jen and Joey and Abby are sitting on the bleachers. Right. Right there watching. And they're like, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then Joey's being really, really mean to Jen again. Mm-hmm. And then Jen is like, finally just fed up with it. And she's like, I've only ever been nice to you. Yeah, like, what's it going to take for you to stop doing this to me? Mm-hmm. And then Abby, Abby's the, we need Abby, like, the whole show. Yeah. Because she's, she's the, basically calling them on their shit. Right. She's, she's like, the Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, she's like, Joey, you're obviously in love with Dawson. <laughs> like, she doesn't even try to hint. Um, which shows just how silly the four of them are. Yes. That they never say that they never say it because Jen, the look on Jen's face is like, it's a little bit like, oh, that's been, it's, this thing has been revealed, except I already knew it. 
Obviously. Yeah. And then Joey's faces. Ugh. She's so upset mm-hmm. that Jen is so nice. She's so upset that Abby just said that. She's so upset. Like, I, she looks like she's going to poop. Like, she looks really... Her faces she are crazy. She really looks like she's going to poop. And then they realize that it's about to be time to end detention. And then Dawson wins the basketball game. Right at the end. Mm-hmm. And they all rush back to the detention room. And this is the breakfast club scene where they're all in the hallway. They like slide down the hallway. Yeah, they even do the slide, which I love that. And then the teacher catches them. Of course. And then weirdly, she takes the library like Dewey Decimal cards. (laughs) The card catalog. The card catalog. And she dumps one of them on the ground and they have to put them in order again. One of those long pull-out drawers. They don't have those anymore. I don't think so. No, no. It's all digital. Yeah. I sound like an old person. It's I mean, all digital I now. liked those things. I thought Me they too. were cool little card catalogs. You know, I bet... I always thought it would be probably cool to buy an old one. An old um, card catalog yeah. drawer system? Yeah, Ooh, and have it in your house and like put, put little things... I don't know. Knickknacks? <laughs> okay, how many knickknacks are we going to have? Got to get some more knickknacks. Um, but I bet there's a lot of them for sale in like antique stores. Right, that must be... Anyway, side note, everyone, if you have an old card catalog thing, let us know. <laughs> yeah, email us. <laughs> email social us. Social Dawson thing. Um, so then we find out why Abby. Oh, right. Because the teacher says the it. The teacher announces that Abby's not actually in there because of an ecstasy soaked orgy. In the boys' locker room, but rather she has excessive tardies. Excessive tardies. And then she's like, what? Like, I mean, I just wanted to make the day more interesting. That's why I always had detention, because I had excessive tardies. Oh my god, I had so much long (laughs) after-school detention because of my not even tardies, just not being in class. Oh, Scotty. Did they call your mom? Oh yeah, they called home. She didn't care? I intercepted the calls. How'd you do that? I knew what time they were coming. <gasps> what do you mean? I would, the phone would ring and I would pick it up and hang it up. I knew when it was the call was coming. Are it you serious? It was an serious? automated call, yeah. Oh, ours weren't automated. Oh, okay. It was like almost every day because I missed classes so much. Wait a minute. But what time was were, did they oh, do Oh, I it? don't know. I, this is, you know... <laughs> but was it during the day when you ago. were supposed to be at school? No, it was like in the evening. They would call. Oh. Yeah. So we all had chances to... That's not smart. I know. So dumb. No, ours was like an actual person called oh, and left okay. a message during the day. Yeah, no, we didn't have that. One time I skipped class. That wasn't good. Oh, I skipped so much class. I don't know how you got away with that. They just assigned me to... Um, the exact number of hours of class that I missed, I had to stay after school. So it was like legit several months of staying several hours after school. What did you do in detention? Did you like well meet a bunch of friends? And... So several of my friends and I were all in detention together because we were all missing so many classes. And then we convinced the assistant principal that she should let us work in the AV room on our like film projects for detention and she like led us and so it's a very lax school i know so we would go to that room and like make experimental films and then also leave and like go get a hoagie 
What kind of detention is that? It was not detention. It was very fun. <laughs> wow, they're really lax. Yeah, it was lax. We got away with That's it. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. So cool. Um, then Dawson and Pacey are fighting again. And finally Dawson breaks down and admits that he's insecure. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Um, and then Pacey, fine. Well, what'd you think of their fight? Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I felt like it was just a vehicle for Dawson to finally admit that he feels less than and also it was a vehicle for Pacey to um to sort of show a, a different side of himself like post his affair with the teacher yeah he's like I don't have anything left mm-hmm. yeah so then, so this is when, so Dawson admits that he's insecure and he's like, well, I don't know. I mean, you're like this sex god. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Pacey's like, this is when Pacey finally says what he's in detention for. He's like, I'm not a sex god. When you threw that basketball at my face, all the cheerleaders were being really, really nice. And they all hugged me and everything. And they were like bandaging my nose. And I got excited. And every all the people in the room are like, "Oh, he got a boner, a and, boner, a boner." And then he says that he snuck off to the bathroom to jerk off. And then the teacher, the gym teacher, caught him. So this is my question for you. Yeah. About about Pacey uh, flogging the bishop in yeah. the in the bathroom, um, walking the dog, if you will. Is this? the show trying to write in a storyline about like how he's um he's doing things in reaction to having had a relationship with a someone who had power over him wait a minute like is this the show having like a narrative about oh pacey like like, he wanted to get caught part like part partially that and then also just partially like that stereotypical oh like he's he's acting out because he's been scandalized by an older person you know i didn't even pick up on that i don't know because we we had asked each other whether we you know maybe i think it definitely is i don't think anything in this show is by accident right or you know what i mean that i don't think anything in this show exists without a connection yeah to something else so i think this guy who created it is too smart very smart yeah that's, That's why he wrote I Know What You Did Last Summer. You love that movie? No. Oh. And then he was like, I don't have anything anymore. And then Abby goes, you have your hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, then. The, then it's just, this is like the, you know, the classic, the end of Breakfast Club. Everybody's yeah. kind of breaking down and saying their stuff. So then Dawson... Wait, we we didn't go through the characters like Abby's oh. Judd Nelson. I okay, yeah. So I don't know that I feel like there were really yeah, you're right. Analogs. I do have a note here that says, "Is Dawson Molly Ringwald?" <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, because there's a little bit of like a, I'm just like I'm just a virgin. You know what I mean? <gasps> you're right. At the end, he's like, "I'm a virgin." Yeah. That's it. But but I think he's. I do think he's like a Molly Ringwald, Anthony Michael Hall hybrid. 
in a way. Because he's also kind of got that, like, he was the shrimp. So he's got the internalized Anthony That's Michael who Hall. I thought he was at first. Yeah. But then um, Pacey's Emilio Estevez. Right. Pacey's pretty clearly Emilio Estevez. Well, he's the one that wouldn't say why he was in detention. Right. That's the same storyline. Yeah. And then Joey and Jen, we got Ali Sheedy. I mean, and I guess Joey, Michael Hall. I guess Joey is Ali Sheedy, but... Why? Because she makes weird faces? Because she makes weird faces. And she's, like, all, like, scowling the whole time. Yeah. But that's really the only reason. I don't... So, Joey's supposed <clears throat> to be a tomboy? That's she true. She doesn't strike me that way at all. I feel like she no. could be wearing much more... Like, a little more masculine clothes. Yeah. I don't know that that was, like happening at that point in representation on television. But the only thing that makes her a tomboy is that she punched that kid. I that mean, was the first moment. That was pretty good, too. What, I mean, it's not like rowing on the creek makes her a tomboy. No, that's just her means of transportation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yes, I don't think there was clearly delineated right. matchup of characters. Yeah. But... Um, so now we're all breaking down. Dawson wants to know why Jen doesn't want him quote unquote um and then jen is all like i do like you i I even love you you're a godsend and i don't even believe in god you know i i'm in this place and i feel like nobody likes me i don't know why anybody likes me and and you're the person who can get me through the bad days i think about you and my day gets better it's very Mm -hmm. sweet it's strange i think it's a little strange because Dawson's been a dick. It's also because I feel like she's saying, like, you saved me. That too. From my dark past. But she, she's like, you're such a nice guy. You're such a good guy. And it's like, I don't... Uh-uh. That hasn't been true. No, he was ignoring her and slut-shaming her. Right. And he did that weird thing at the dance in the second episode or whatever, that third episode... It's like, I know Dawson's going to change, but I feel like I don't know if I'll ever forgive him for that slut-shaming. No, it's really gross. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, I'll forgive him, but I don't know if... I won't forget. <laughs> You're going to have to because we've got six more seasons. I know. I'll have to forget about it. Um, Joey's face... Okay, so Dawson tells Jen, I think about having sex with you a thousand times a day. Yeah. And, and Joey's face looks like she is going to vomit. It's a classic Joey face. And they keep the camera on her. They really do. Yeah. And um, then Dawson turns to Joey and says, it's only a matter of time before you find the right person. Ugh. And then I guess she's like, they want her to just say the thing to him. He's like, you can say, you can say it to me. Well, she's you, like, I have found the right person. Right, that's and right. And then her face starts twisting up. She literally looks like she's about to metamorphosize into something else, like yeah. a diff, different creature. It's going to be a Kafka moment. <laughs> she, she just, her face is all twisting and she can't do, she's like, I can't say it, I can't say it, I can't say Dawson's it. Dawson's like, you can tell me anything. Oh, uh, he's so like, stupid. If I tell you this, there's no going back. And so she. <laughs> And then it's all right, because they're saved by the bell. And then they can leave detention. Yep. And that's it. And And there's no earring scene. There's no earring scene. There's no, like, freeze frame punching the air. You know what I loved about that earring scene, too? What? He had those gloves on with the fingers cut off. And then he punched the air. I know. 
and freeze frame. He puts her diamond in the... So good. I know, it's so good. Anyway, that doesn't happen here. Nope, we just have a... It's kind of a bust. Sour, vomit-faced Joey not being able to tell Dawson that she loves him. And that's it. And that's it. How'd you feel about this episode? I liked it. You Uh, did? Yeah, I did. I liked that there was like a little, you know, conceit to it, the breakfast club thing and... You know what I actually like about doing this um, yeah. podcast is I we've been talking a lot about our own high school experiences. That's true. And I'm getting to I'm getting to be in those in like a pleasant way. Yeah. Because um, there was a lot of things in high school that were very difficult. Sure. And it's, high school's rough. Yeah, so it's nice to just be able to just talk about it at a distance. Like right. it feels really, really a long time ago. It feels very far, yeah. Yes. So it's nice, mm-hmm. um, because we were in high school the same time they were in high school. That's it. So that's, that's pretty cool. One of the reasons why this is a good idea. So my question for you before we end is, Ask what it. do you think you would have been doing if? We had the quarantine when we were in high school in 1998. Probably would have just been in, like, the AV room with my friends. No, that's detention. Yeah. Um, I think I would have been playing a lot of guitar. At home. At home. Yeah. I mean, I would have been at home. And then we didn't have Zoom back then. No, we would have just been... I would have been on the phone the entire time. Oh, my God. All day. So much phone. I would have been doing homework with people on the phone. Mm -hmm. and I would have been not doing homework with people on the phone. What would they have done without Zoom? I don't know. Would they have... Maybe they would have, like, organized a, like, sending all the work home kind of thing. Did we have email yet? Uh, not... I didn't... No, we didn't have high-speed internet. No, we didn't have high-speed internet. Okay. I didn't have high-speed internet. I think they would have sent something in the mail. Right. They would have sent it all home. Of, like, a packet. A packet. And, like, in your textbooks, what to do. Right. And a packet of dittos. (laughs) We didn't call it dittos in high school. No, we didn't, but... Um, Anyway. All right. Well, that's all I wanted to know, but um, we'll see you guys next time for... uh, Episode eight. Do you know how many how many episodes are in the season? The first season was shorter. I think there's only twelve or thirteen. Okay. Okay. Oh boy. All right, lollipop heads. Stay safe. If you um want to email us, so we read your email on the air. Mm-hmm. Social Dawsonsing at gmail.com. Yeah, and I'd love to hear some of your high school stories. High school stories, questions, comments, opinions, ecstasy, whatever. Uh, ecstasy experiences. Whatever you got. Bye. Bye.